This podcast is brought to you by Ignite Me. Ignite Me is a boutique fitness studio in Solana Beach, California. Aerial yoga, group fitness at its best. Go to www.igniteme.com to sign up for your guest pass. This is the Ignite Me podcast, weekly discussions with leaders in the wellness community. Visit us online at igniteme.com. All right, guys, welcome back to beautiful Solana Beach. We are here at Ignite Me, and we are very, very honored and happy to have Kat Soper on the show today. Kat, how are you doing? Good. I am also very honored to be here with you, Carlos. Awesome. Kat comes to us directly from Yoga 6, but uh, as I've learned in the last couple of days, it's a pretty extensive background. I met Kat through a mutual friend of ours, Annie, over at Grace by Grit, and um, just right away was, was struck by her awesomeness and her just presence. Um, I met members of her team and just really stoked on what she's doing over there at Yoga 6. I have become completely addicted to yoga in my short <laughs> relationship with Kat here. Um, and one of the things she said when I first met her, which I really liked, is yoga can change the world. So Kat, welcome. Tell me a little bit about your background, Kat. I know, if I'm not mistaken, you are from Minnesota. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am. Awesome. So tell us about Minnesota and how you ended up on the West Coast. Um, so born and raised in the frozen tundra that is the Midwest in Minnesota. What part of Minnesota? Bloomington, where Bloomington. the Mall of America is. Nice. Some people think that is the only thing there, and we all work and live there, which is actually not the case. It's a pretty big mall, I've heard, though, right? It is. You could live and work there if you wanted to. There you go. But, um, but you don't, and you didn't. I don't, yes. Yeah. So other things in Minnesota beyond that. Um, so I lived there my entire life, went to school in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Had a really great education, really great experience there. And then moved back to Minnesota to work at the University of Minnesota. Nice. Yeah. What, what were you doing for work there? I was working for their alumni association, so doing membership stuff, client services, um, community outreach, and yeah, doing cool. all things related to the Gophers. The Gophers? Yeah. You were um, living the Gopher reality. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. And then um, my then boyfriend at the time had a job in Wisconsin, and I was foolish enough to be like, okay, I love you, and therefore... I will change my reality and move back to small town Wisconsin. Mm. Before I did that, though, my agreement was that in order to get me to move there, that I would sign up for yoga teacher training at Core Power Yoga. This is, in, this is in Minnesota? This is in Minnesota. Cool. So I did that, and then the very day that I finished, moved to Wisconsin. So I did that. Um, the town... Uh, was a lot smaller than I was used to, one yoga studio. But I had a great opportunity to build a lot of relationships by working at the United Way mm -hmm. and really getting to know the community on an intimate level in the community leaders. Mm -hmm. And um, during that time, saw an opportunity to kind of branch out and see what my own business would look like. And so I started Aero Yoga there. Um, and then I backtrack a little bit. When I was in college, I studied abroad. And that kind of like opened my eyes to all the possibility that is on the other side of fear or like what if. On the other side of fear. Fear. Yeah, that's or a huge one. Yeah. Yes. And this whole wide world. And so I had promised myself that I would live outside of the Midwest for at least a duration of my life. And, and 
living in Wausau, Wisconsin. It's like, okay, now would be the great next opportunity to do something different. While we didn't have kids, too many reasons, too many doubts to not do it. So uh-huh. Luke got on board. We looked at a few different cities, and San Diego had all things. I mean, clearly paradise, clearly a focus on health and wellness, um, and the ocean. So what were some of the other cities you guys were looking at? We were looking at Austin, Texas. Ooh. We were looking at Portland. Yeah. We were looking at Boulder. So all of those more progressive... All the awesome cities. Yes, right? But not quite as awesome as San Diego. Mm -hmm. Yeah. America's finest. Amen. Yeah. I want to just touch on something you said, because I know this is is a concept I've actually been hearing a lot about lately from a leadership perspective as well, is, is kind of the other side of fear. And fear as a concept in general and how it relates to leadership and kind of breaking through that fear and the people that maybe don't or don't have the courage... Um, tell us a little bit more about the fear that you faced kind of taking that step and, and even just moving out here kind of to a new reality. Totally. I mean, there was a lot of fear. On a practical level, we left our jobs with no certainty of a job here, leaving our family, leaving stable. We had two houses, one we lived in, and then one we rented out, um, and then moving out here. But um, I think there's really two kinds of fear. There's one that it's like, don't do this, mm-hmm. might die, yep. that kind of fear. And then there, there's fear of the unknown. So fear of like what could possibly happen. So I've tried to shift my perspective that that fear is always what's the best that could happen. And if it does get my heart pounding and there's excitement behind it, then you push through that fear. Yeah. And you can discover like really beautiful things because with fear there's growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and clearly it worked out, not right away. There was some periods of unemployment when I first moved here and my dark days, as I like to refer to it, kindly. Um, But it's worked out, and we're very fortunate, both Luke and I, to be where we are right now. Amen. And uh, at the time, you you, I mean, you pretty much had had it set up back when you guys said you were renting a place out. You had a place. You both had jobs. Mm -hmm. And talk a, a little bit more about the motivating factor to give all that up. The motivating factor is life is too short to not create the life that you want to. There you go. So really, I think Um, that's what we're trying to touch on is creating the life that you want to. And that's something that, unfortunately, I think a lot of people, especially our age, don't value. Maybe they kind of of just say, oh, okay, I went to college. Now I have this debt. I'm supposed to get a job now. I'm just going to go get whatever job I can. And, you know, they, they live these lives that are not in line with what they want or love, and then they wonder why they're so unhappy and unhealthy. Um, what makes you different? What made you and your, and your husband now different? And, and what was the real drive to, to chase that? You know, were you guys unhappy where you were? Um, one could say at times the fact that they were just getting a Panera there when we were leaving. This is a little bit about um, the progressiveness or lack thereof of where we were. Okay. And it, it was honestly... It was harder to meet friends there than it was here. San Diego is this, like, beautiful place of transplants, everyone wanting to be here, and everyone's been in the same spot. So I found that everyone's really friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I've just been fortunate enough to find my community of people. Um, And, yeah, it was hard to meet people in Wisconsin because everyone had, like, their friends from high school and college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Very very old-school middle America. yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't say there was, like... Anything that's like spectacular about me or Luke, um, I bring I them up because it really is 
it's a team effort sure. when you're in a relationship. And I'm fortunate to have him because he's pushed me to grow in a lot of ways that I don't think I would have on my own. Um, and I think it's been my life experiences that I've always kind of had a wanderlust or independent spirit by nature. And um, I like change. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I go back to I have been able to travel in my childhood and growing up. And that kind of taste of seeing different cultures, new foods, new experiences, new music, like all that stuff, wanted more of. So I think it's that knowingness. And um, maybe it's because I'm an only child, a single mom, too, that Amen. I've been able to take care of myself. And so it's like the worst that can happen is we move back. Sure. But the best that can happen is we have lived the dream in California. Yeah. You're living the dream. I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You touched on another really cool concept that I think is important, especially for young people and young couples and young leaders, is, is the power of, of having that partner and having that, that person that, you know, at the end of the day, you can um, kind of lean on, for lack of a better, a better way to put it, you know. And something that you said is also the ability to have someone that brings out the best in you and pushes you, which, you know, I don't want to exclusively say, oh, it has to be your partner, your husband, but, you know, I think it is it is important to have someone in your life or multiple people in your life, really a team of people in your life that push you through those growth spurts, through those, you know, mental, emotional, spiritual growing pains, if you will. Um, yeah. I know my wife has been, has been my rock and on those days where I just kind of want to throw on the towel and give up, you know, she's, she's the one there that doesn't let me. And, um, a lot of times as leaders, they kind of go behind the scenes and, you know, they're not always, they don't maybe always get the recognition that they, they might deserve. Um, but it's, it's awesome to meet other young couples that you can tell are happy and in love and support each other and aren't just married to be married, which I feel like it also we see a lot of in our, in our world. Yeah. And again, life's too short to be married, just to be married. Amen. I mean, you want but to how many people do you know that are in unhappy marriages and still in them? True. You know, um, I think that one of the benefits of being in, like you said, any kind of relationship, sure. whether it be a husband, a wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, best friend, mentor, having the ability to be able to fully trust someone and that they have your best interest, um, it allows you to hear them in a different way. And when they push you to go beyond your comfort zone, you feel supported yep. while encouraged and challenged. And it's this like beautiful process. Yeah. Um, that can only happen with those really great um, relationships. Which is huge. And the trust factor, I think, is really big. Even circling back to it's like a business thing. You know, if you have people in your team Mm -hmm. that you are almost, that you have that level of trust with, you know, I think it it allows you as a leader, as as a team member, to be more vulnerable to them, which ultimately encourages more efficiency in the whole circle you know when, when people can break down those walls um and, and just be truly themselves around their team you know work is going to be more efficient and there's going to be a lot less bullshit to have to go through i think for lack of a better way to put it i love what you said i mean i the more leadership podcasts and books and stuff that i've been reading for me it's really broken down to this human connection like we are all human beings right so if you start from there everything is just made easier right and more comfortable and the trust and um the drive to work towards goals together um 
is easier when we can all acknowledge that we all have strengths, we all have weaknesses, we and the more that we can share coming from a vulnerable place, yeah. those things. And being comfortable being yes. vulnerable around, you know, in your case, subordinates sometimes, you know, and, and people that are on your team and maybe look up to you for leadership. I think you being able to show that compassion and show that side of you that in a normal or maybe a traditional setting, a lot of leaders struggle showing their, their vulnerability or their compassion. Um, I think that that makes your team only stronger, and I felt that personally going over to Yoga 6. For those of you that have not had the chance <laughs> to go over to Yoga 6 Solana, you have to wait about another nine days or so till they're done remodeling, but just the experience there is awesome. I hadn't really been that in a yoga, and they have this class there called Deep Stretch, which um, kind of got me back into it. And as I, as I tell people, it was like my light bulb yoga moment. It was like everything started to work in a sense and feel good. And I remember waking up one day and deciding, oh, I'm not going to go do deep stretch today. And at the end of the day, I was so bummed that I didn't go. Like I felt almost my hips getting tighter. And, um, and that was really kind of my, my gateway drug, if you will, to yoga. You know, I, I, sent, I have since branched into some of the other classes. And, and it's just been... A magical ride and I really want to hear a little bit about your experience in yoga and touching on what we touched on a little bit with, with how your thoughts on how yoga can save the world or save the planet I know that's kind of a, a broad perspective but it's true though I agree so let's hear it <laughs> talk to me about yoga six talk to me about yoga in general and uh, talk to me about just your passion for yoga mm-hmm. that's such a great question um so I truly discovered yoga after I had, I dabbled in it before like yourself. Um, but once I graduated college, uh, that's when I really hooked on to it. And it was also a period in my life where I was experiencing a lot of anxiety with graduating college, all these expectations, bills, being an adult, all these scary, um, all the real world, real world stuff. I know. Yeah. Right. And so fortunately yoga came into my life at that point And the more committed that I got to my practice, the more that I realized I was able to show up in my life in a much different way, in a much more positive way. Um, And just realizing, like, strength and abilities in my body that I had never tapped into before, mental clarity that I was able to get, um, being able to feel calmer, more at ease, and stronger. And so that continued to be a practice of my own. And then when I told Luke I would move to Wasa, I was like, okay, here's my deal, because they don't have yoga there, so I know I can't do that. Signed up for teacher training about a year later. So I couldn't even do crow when I signed up for teacher training. I was just like, I know this is something that I need to do, and I did it. With some support from him and my parents, fortunately enough. Um, And then in addition to that, I've also always felt this passion to be of service to others. Um, And I just... I. I believe that if we don't reach out to our fellow man, like, there's a loss in this world. So, and the more that you help others, the more that you're able to receive in your life. Mm-hmm. So I had this history of working for nonprofits, University of Minnesota, United Way, all these great things, and then Coronado Safe when I came to San Diego, which was an incredible organization if you ever get a chance um, to check it out. And while I was working at all these, when I was at the bar, when I was hanging out with my friends, my conversation would always loop back to yoga, and I would... Like, you need to come do yoga, being this, like, annoying cheerleader, just because... Because <laughs> you loved it. I did. And it's... I just was like, if I feel this different, like, why should this just 
be for me, like wanting to share that knowledge with other individuals and thinking that if I'm able to show up each and every day, the more that I practice as a better version of myself, if other people did that, what could that mean for this world? Yeah. So when um, a management position opened up at Solana Beach, I uh, waited a few options, a few thoughts, but I was like, what's the worst that can happen again? Or what's the best that can happen again? At the time you were still at SAFE? Yes. Okay. So and you- love my job. Yeah. Um, again, driving over that beach to Coronado every day. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's a good drive. Yeah. It's a good like, drive. This is paradise. Yeah. I have arrived. Um, and got it. And um, I, my personal goal has just been to, to turn people on to this ability to like heal yourself from the inside out. And it's not even just healing. It's also strengthening yourself Absolutely. from the inside out. Both one and the same, I yep. think, in the society that we live in. And so fortunately, I've been able to be in this role, which has provided me more of a platform to share that story, to share that mission. Mm -hmm. And um, the world peace part, true story, came out of the idea of um, needing to inspire employees to have the same kind of passion and motivation for talking to clients as cleaning toilets. So if there's one mission that we can all get behind, it's world peace, right? A happier world. So... um, since the response from that has been positive, like this one unifying mission, it's it's been neat to see being clear on that, what else has come out of it. So the happiness series that we've worked on, mm-hmm. all these other community partnerships, and just wanting to create a happier, healthier, more peaceful world. Sure. Um, and I do believe that yoga Can has that. the ability to do that. And what's cool is like, Yoga is you. There's yeah. nothing that I'm doing. There's nothing that any of our teachers are doing. Yoga is all you listening to your body and your mind and choosing to grow and refine as you practice. Absolutely. And really allowing your body to grow. And, you know, some of the things that I've learned from yoga are, are patience and, you know, forcing yourself to just breathe and breathe through these often very uncomfortable and sometimes painful poses that you get into. But it's amazing what happens even in a matter of a couple of minutes when you go through it again, or you, you know, sometimes they'll have you check in with a pose a couple of times through the class and your, your body changes so fast. And, and it's amazing if you can just listen to your body, the, the things that it tells you. And I think that's one of the biggest things I've personally gotten from yoga is an enhanced awareness maybe of my body and of my joints. Um, you know, I come from a very, a more aggressive training background I guess and you know most of the training I do it's it's go hard or go home and and the yoga forces me to slow down a little bit and it forces me to think about my body in a in a slower way focus on my breathing and it's it's been such a good complement to some of the stuff I've been doing um and I really find myself often now almost wanting to go do yoga more than some of my other <laughs> workouts and so it's a, it's an interesting balance and it's really fun and and it's um you know, she talks about the practice and the individuality of it, I think, is what's really special. And, yeah. you know, you really start to feel your practice grow on a day-to-day level and your body change on a day-to-day level. And, you know, I, I see how it can become very addicting very fast. Here's the thing. It's like we, as a whole human being, we have our physical body, we have our mental body, and we have our emotional body. And so many experiences throughout our life, whether it be sports or just culture or whatever, it, it compartmentalizes these things. 
So yoga provides you the opportunity to acknowledge that if you start with your breath, then you weave in the mental, and then you weave in the emotional, and then you weave in the physical, seeing that when you are aware of all those three things, how you can enter your life in a more skillful, aware sure. way. It is magical. Let's talk about Yoga 6 just a little bit more. Tell us what Yoga 6 is to you, why people should go to Yoga 6. Mm, and um, it's awesome. Because it's awesome, <laughs> I, I have nothing other to add to that. But tell us what Yoga 6 is, what they're doing, um, and why people should check it out, besides the fact that it's really awesome. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've always enjoyed about Yoga 6 since day one, even when I was just a teacher there, is the support structure, whether it's students or teachers, it takes a lot of, coming from the student side, it takes a lot of balls to try yoga for the first time because there is so much, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Preconceived notions of what yogis look like, you know, that you already have to be flexible. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And it's like really everyone can benefit from it. So the more that we can break down those discomfort levels, the more successful we can be closer to world peace we can be. Amen. Um, And so at Yoga 6, we have people at the front desk that get to know you, get to know what brought you in today, what results you're looking for Mm -hmm. to ensure that you get to the right class. Because what I've heard so many times is someone tries yoga for the first time, ends up in one of the most advanced classes, had a terrible time, and writes it off for the rest of their life, which breaks my heart a little bit. Um, And so we ensure that you get to the right class, which is really great. Our teachers... Highly trained, highly educated, highly passionate about what they're doing. Connect with individuals at the beginning of class, what brought you in, any injuries, um, to make sure that you have a great experience. And that's something that you guys have woven into the culture at Yoga 6, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all about being personable while also being professional. And going into that, um, we recently went through rebranding, which I'm so stoked on. Because, like, I knew in my head Yoga 6 could take over the world, but now to see it on paper, <laughs> now you know. it is so exciting. That's awesome. So the new branding, our new tagline is strengthen yourself, which is kind of what we talked about, this, this notion, yourself being two different words, mm-hmm. that um, if we are all stronger individuals in those three categories, mind, body, and emotions or spirit, whatever you want to call it, um, what that means for everything else in our community and our world. So... With the new branding, we really want to emphasize that we are based in science. So our languaging, even down to the handouts that we have in marketing, it's all science-based. It's all words that my grandma would understand and that a 10-year-old would understand. Getting back to the body basics um, and even body benefits is underneath the class description, then it's body benefits. Right. So I think that's really great, just making the wording really accessible so that everyone feels comfortable with it. Um, having a diverse offering, so we not just have hot yoga, but we also have warm yoga. We also have boot camp, if you're looking for more of that fitness aspect. And then we have all the other amenities with showers, um, with rental equipment, so that literally you could just be walking down the street and hop Hop in and be ready to go. That's right. That is true. They have everything you need. They have some of the coolest staff I've ever met. And to touch on kind of the experience of walking in there, you know, it is exactly like she says, you know, the people there are trained, you know, they make you feel welcome. Most of the time they know your first and last name right away. And, you know, the experience is very boutique. It's very high end. Um, it's definitely shifted some of the way we do things here at Ignite. Um, and, you know, we are almost aspiring to be 
like the experience you guys are putting out there, which is really cool. The team that you have there is awesome. Just uh, I have I have yet to try any of the other yoga sixes, but I have I have a feeling they have a, they have some big shoes to fill over there. <laughs> um, are there any specials or any? If someone wants to try yoga six out, how does that work? Do they come see you? I know you guys have a pretty cool deal for the first month for people. Tell mm-hmm. us about that. So our intro offer for all new students is one month unlimited for forty nine dollars, which is a hundred dollars off. Um, $100 off for those of you that didn't hear that. Yes, one zero zero For all you deal hunters out there. And new student in our book is anyone that has never been there or hasn't been there in over a year. Awesome. So even if you have tried us out, it's a different ball game. We're up in the ante, so I hope you'll join us again. But um, anyway, so it's one month, and the reason why we decided to go with the one, one, one month, because we've uh, dabbled with other options and mm-hmm. kind of work to refine um, what works best. With a one month, it gives you an opportunity to build a habit. And um, with that habit is where the results come. So we truly believe that with the experience that we provide, with the um, you know awesome teachers that we have, with, the, with everything, that if you're not hooked by the end of the month, then there was a miss on our end. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's great, a great opportunity to, to dive in. Just try it out um and again we have a lot of great team members there to answer any and all the questions that you might have and i agree if you just give it a month and literally just go twice a week and just really commit to that your body will feel different and i have yet to meet one person that actually goes in there with an open mind and actually commits to the movements commits to what they're doing and doesn't fall in love and feel great right away i mean it's it's almost impossible uh it's really (laughs) magical um i want to talk about Another thing that I know you're really passionate about, which is the service, and touch on this happiness series that we're working on. Um, this, I know, has been a concept of yours for a while now, right? You did it last year, last summer, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, that that was, it's continued to evolve, Yeah, which is, like, really cool. Yeah. Um, so and, it's the Summer yeah. Happiness Series is how it started, and I'll just give my brief understanding of it. We... Um, we were asked by Kat to be a part of this awesome concept, the Summer Happiness Series, where we were going to come and be a part of this um, workout, community workout, and go spread positive vibes and intention throughout the community. There was a lot of brands involved, but what it ended up being is Kat, myself, and Annie from Grace by Grit collaborating on on um, this workout that ended up just being an awesome experience. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but I still think about that Friday night, how much fun it was just running around Solana beach with these giant page things of telling people to be happy. And it was a great experience. The community feel that came from that was, was really cool. People were so stoked. And then afterwards everyone went and enjoyed some adult beverages together. And, uh, the cool thing was the proceeds from that were donated to pedal the cause. Correct. Yep. And what we're doing now, we're collaborating for the next three months. We're going to be collaborating with Grace by Grit and Yoga 6 again and San Diego Beer Works on an event that is going to be completely supportive of charitable causes. Um, So for those of you not aware, next month is Breast Cancer Awareness. We are going to be highlighting Mountain to Mountain. That's going to be on October 2nd. Uh, Everyone's going to meet at Yoga 6, so we're going to do a great workout. We'll probably run over to Grace by Grit, do a little workout there, finish for an awesome stretch at Yoga 6, and then those that want to join will go over to Happy Hour at Beer Works, where a portion of all sales will be 
donated towards these causes. In November, we're going to be doing lung cancer awareness. And in December, we're going to do live and breathe, which I think is a toy drive concept. But we'll we'll be clarifying that as it comes in. Tell us about your vision for the happiness series and kind of how that's evolved. And um, I know you were very into what you wanted to see done with that. And I really liked a lot of the, the visions and concepts that you brought from that. Last summer, it was just merely an opportunity for people to like, connect outside of the studio and have some beer. So people enjoy that. Yeah. And chatting, getting to know one another. Plus, we live in San Diego. One of the other reasons we moved here, great microbreweries. Yeah. And some other wine spots, too, in Solana Beach. And it was such a success, just people having a good time. Like, I go into the studio now, and I see people that are friends, even roommates, that met because of that. Totally. Which is rad. That is awesome. And so this year we wanted to get a few other people involved, just make it a bigger thing. I mean, you and I have talked about how Solana Beach or North County could be looked at two ways with all the health and wellness in the area, like super competitive, cutthroat, or we can look at it a way as like how can we support one another and just elevate the health and wellness of the entire community. Amen. And so that's how we invited some more people, and it was really great. And for the last one, um, I was actually... Kind of inspired from this book that I read called The Happiness Advantage, which I encourage you to check out if you haven't done so. Okay. And it just talked about positive, or actually taking that back, it talked about random acts of kindness and how the positive ripple effect is huge, not just for the recipient of that kindness, but also for the giver. And so I was like, that's kind of rad. Like, what would it look like if we incorporated that in one of our community events? And so for the last event, I had it in my head that we would run around Solana Beach handing out all these positive affirmations. You're beautiful, you're hot, you're a sexy beast. Um, and I pictured, like, all these, like, emoji happy faces and, like, stars coming out of Solana Beach and, like, thousands of people. Granted, the first one was not that. But it was still a lot of people. Like, it was 25 awesome. or something showed up. Yeah. And um, it was a really great time. And I think, one, all the endorphins from just, like, moving around, being outside. You led a great portion of the workout at um, Fletcher's Cove. And trying on um, what grace by grit, just, like, moving around the city rather than being in our usual gym or yoga studio. And then handing out the positive affirmations. It was – you could see it. You could feel it. It was palpable. People felt good giving it. It was palpable wanted to receive it, and then coming back and doing the yoga together, just like the 15-minute deep stretch and wrapping it up there was awesome. And then to have beers afterwards, and Beer Works was great about donating a yep. portion of the sales as well, which they will continue to do for all these series. So um, it's been really cool to see from where it started, which was obviously awesome, um, to what it's become now, and that it's going to be a monthly series and yep. an opportunity for us to just have fun with the Solana Beach community and anyone that wants to have a good time, spread some good vibes, and yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. For those of you that are around on October 2nd, it will be the first Friday in October. Um, there will be Facebook pages and all that stuff. We will put the links in the show notes. But like she said, it's just it is a palpable energy that that we experienced um and it just transitioned into the whole weekend i mean i i was i felt like i was high on life for the next couple of days <laughs> from that and the best part was is that i was not really expecting to feel that way i was just oh here's another workout i have to lead and let's go do this and, and it turned out to be like literally that's that's been one of that was probably one of my favorite events of the summer 
Um, and so it was really cool. So kudos to you for putting that together. I know that was a, a brainchild of yours, um, and it was awesome to be a part of it. And really looking forward to the next one. Um, Yoga6.com is the website. Um, you can check out their schedule there. They have three, four studios, I think, in San Diego, correct? We have four in San Diego and then popping up all over the map. In yeah, the, keep your eyes out for the, the brand. They are doing big things. Um, check them out. Come take a class. Um, she touched on a deep stretch class, which was my intro to Yoga 6. And especially for those of you that may be a little intimidated by yoga or just not into the whole yoga thing, um, that would be my personal recommendation to drop into one of those deep stretch classes. All the teachers are super knowledgeable. Um, they're all down to help and just work with you at whatever level you're at. And it's really just a, a, an amazing way to feel better, stretch out, and just do something a little different. Kat, um, it's been an honor having you. Thanks for coming. Uh-huh. I have a feeling you'll be back soon. And I'm really looking forward to collaborating on some of these events. And um, yeah, excited excited to know you. Thank you, Carlos. Yeah. Right back at you. This is the Ignite Me podcast, weekly discussions with leaders in the wellness community. Visit us online at igniteme.com. Hey guys, this is Andrew from Ignite Me. A few years ago, I suffered a severe slip disc that disabled me to walk for a few weeks. I have since seen more than my share of doctors and specialists, but Dr. Dave Gerbarg at 1-9 Sports Medicine and Physical Therapy is the best specialist I have seen. After only my first session, Dr. Dave helped reduce the pain and gave me more range of motion than I had before seeing him. So if you're dealing with an injury, I definitely recommend you schedule your free consultation right now at 19sportsmed.com.